Before I knew it, we were headed aboard our ship. How long our journey would last, the man I would be when I finally returned home, none of this occurred to me. I was solely preoccupied with my notions of adventure on the high seas. What a ship! She's beautiful! That she is, that she is. All ours. This here will be our cabin. Jim, you will be sleeping below deck with the crew, unfortunately, but I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, yes, of course. Mr. Trelawney, sir. Hmm? The captain's requesting to speak with you, sir. Oh, well, let him in. Sir? Trelawney. Captain Smollett, what can I do for you this fine, fine morning? I have matters to discuss with you, and since we were unable to speak yesterday, I believe we must do so now, prior to our immediate departure. Of course, of course. Pray, what can I do for you? Everything ship-shape? Better to speak plain, I believe. I don't like this journey. I don't like the crew. And I don't like... Well, that's the short and sweet of it. Why? You don't like this ship? Or you do not like your employer? I can speak on neither, sir. No use of such questions, Trelawney. The captain has his concerns, and I must require an explanation of his words. You say you don't like your task, Captain. I was engaged, sir, on what they call sealed orders, to sail this vessel for that gentleman. But when I come aboard, I find that every member of my crew knows more than I do. Hardly fair, don't you think? No, no, I agree. Then I learn we are going after treasure. Hear it from my own mate, mind you. I don't like treasure voyages, and I especially don't like them when, begging your pardon, the secret has been told to the parrot. Silver's parrot, you mean? It is a sailor's expression. Blabbed, I mean, without discretion. It's my belief that none of you who stand here know what is about. But I'll tell you, it is life and death at far too close a run. This is all clear and true enough, I would say. We take this risk, but we are not so ignorant as to be oblivious to the matter. But now, you say you don't like the crew. Are they not good sailors? I don't like them, sir. I think I should have had the choosing of my own hands. Well, perhaps you should, yes. This slight, be as it may, was an unintentional one. And I take it that you don't, how should I say, you don't care for Arrow? I don't, sir. I believe well enough she's a good sailor, but a mate should keep to himself, uh, to themselves. She's too familiar with the crew. I see. Well, Captain, is that the long and short of it? Sirs, I have one question for you. Are you determined to go on with this voyage? We are, sir. Then, as you have patiently heard me out, hear me just a bit more. There's been too much blabbing already. I've heard tell that you have a map of an island, and there's crosses on the map to show treasure, and that the island is located... Captain, not allowed. You never know what Brian ears may be about, and I never told that to a soul. The hands know it. So it is true, then. Livesy, it must have been you. Or you, Jim. Who did it you... It is no matter who it was. I, I don't know who has this map, gentlemen, but make it a point to keep it secret, even from me and Arrow. Captain, do you fear a mutiny, sir? Sir, I would ask that you not put words in my mouth. No captain would be justified in going to sea at all if he had ground enough to say that. 
As for Mizero, I believe her to be thoroughly honest, and some of the crew to be the same, but I am responsible for the ship's safety and that of every person aboard, so I ask you to take certain precautions. That is all. Well, Captain, be assured we will take the utmost precautions. When you came in here, I dare say you meant more than this. Doctor, you are smart. When I came in here, I meant to be relieved from my position. I thought Mr. Trelawney would not hear a word. No more I would, had Livesey not been here to mediate. But as it is, sir, I have heard you, and I will do as you desire. But I must confess, I think the worse of you. As you please, sir, but you'll find I do my duty. Now, I take my leave, gentlemen. Prepare for sail. Well, Trelawney, I dare say you have two honest folk on board yet. That man and John Silver. Excuse me, sirs, but might we step out onto the deck to watch the launch? Of course, Jim, of course. And so I watched as the crew hoisted the anchor, set the sails, and we moved, slowly at first, out of the harbour. Captain Smollett ran his crew with a strong fist from what I could see, and Arrow, though seemingly more than capable on her own, looked to be working double as none of the crew would listen to an order she gave. But everything moved in one fluid motion, and before I knew it, we were on the water. Tis a beautiful sight, isn't it? The wind in the sails, the water all around. It's incredible. That it is, boy, that it is. Hard to leave for too long, she is. Silver. Aye, Captain. Below deck with you, then. Hans will want supper after all this. Aye, aye, sir. Now, ship's boy, off with you to the cook to get some work done. I'll have no favorites on my ship. Aye, sir. I worked then, seemingly harder than I'd ever worked back at the Admiral Benbow, and I was dog-tired when, just after supper that night, the crew all gathered below deck together. It was here that I learned who was who, and who, seemingly, I could trust. There was Morgan, the one I had met the previous day. There was Job Anderson, who served in his way as a mate. And then there was Israel Hands, an old, experienced sailor who, it seemed, could be trusted in a pinch with nearly anything. There was a smattering of women amongst the crew, perhaps two or three, and they seemed just as hardened, if not more so, than the men aboard the ship. Absent noticeably were the captain and Arrow. Now, Silver, tip us up a stave. The old one. Aye, mates. <clears throat> Fifteen men on the dead man's chest. There it is, lads. There it is. Here, Hawkins. Come have a yarn with John. Nobody more welcome than yourself, son. Sit down, sit down. Hear the news. Ah, Jim. Meet Captain Flint. Flint, sir. <laughs> Captain Flint, here she be, is what I call my parrot. And she be predicting success on our voyage, wasn't you, Captain? Pieces of it, pieces of it. Now this bird is nearly 200 years old. They lived forever, mostly. Flint here has sailed with England. 
<laughs> Captain England, that is, the great pirate. Been to Madagascar and Suriname and Providence and Portobello. Somewhere along there is where she learned pieces of eight, see? Yet to look at her, you wouldn't think she more than a baby, would ye? But you've seen adventure, haven't you, Captain? Stand by to go about. Ah, she's a beaut, she is. Now you take as good care of her as I do, see? And so it went for quite a while at sea. The crew going about their duties, and I mine, and at night we would all gather below deck, and I would hear stories from across the high seas. I had been on my own for quite some time, I felt, and Silver's presence grew ever more comfortable to me. At any turn, there he was, and though he did not go easy on me when it came to the work, I admired him more than anyone else on the ship. I began to feel, for the first time since this entire adventure had begun back at the Benbow, a sense of home. Hello everybody, James Wipert here. I am the creator and executive producer of Public Domain Players. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening to Treasure Island and to let you know where you can find Public Domain Players online. You can find us on Twitter, at Public Players, and you can find us on Instagram, at Public Domain Players. Uh, we post pretty regularly on both sites, just updates of when episodes are coming out, uh, who's in episodes with cast lists so that you can link directly to some of the actors' social media profiles and things like that if you'd like to learn more about them. If you like the show, we do ask that you please leave a good review and share it with your friends, family, and anyone you may know. We don't pay to advertise at all, so the show solely spreads on word of mouth and goodwill of our listeners and actors. We put a lot of work into this, so we do sincerely appreciate that you pass it on to other people. If you really like the show, you can support us at Patreon. We are on there at patreon.com slash publicdomainplayers with all sorts of goodies that I will go into later on after the episode is over. But that's about it for now, so stay tuned after the end of the episode. You can hear the full cast list, production team, all the people that put a lot of effort into this. It really does take a big team. So I don't want to keep you away from the action for too much longer, as it is really starting to heat up now. So that's about it. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode, and I will see you at the end. Thank you. Our voyage was smooth, apart from some small instances of heavy weather. Captain Smollett and Arrow were fair with the crew, and still on general speaking terms with Trelawney and Dr. Livesey. The captain even admitted, much as he possibly could, that he may have been wrong about his initial judgments of the crew. It was that night then, or at the latest the next morning, that we expected to have the treasure island in our sights. We headed southwest with a steady breeze in our sails, pushing us across a quiet sea. And so it was that evening I found myself in want of an apple for a snack. So... As everyone relaxed in the cool air above deck, I went below. It was there, hiding and trembling inside the apple barrel, I realized the captain's original fears may have had more bearing that myself, Livesey, or especially Trelawney, had ever considered. In here, then. 
No one's around, but ye be quiet anyway. Yeah, I'll be quiet. Oh, yeah. Quiet. Ready to quiet. Be quiet. Well, Shit. out with it then. Tell us about Flint. Hush ye. Well, as I said, I laid by 900 coins safe and 2,000 more after sailing with Flint. That ain't bad for a man before the mast, mm. All safe in a bank. Where's all England's men who tried to stop me, mm? I dunno. But where's Flint's? Why, most of them aboard here. Aye, aye. Then there was old Pew. Lost his sight he had. Where is he now? Why, dead and under hatches. But for two years before that, the man was starving, begging, stealing. Well, it ain't much use after all. Tain't much use if you're a fool. But now look here. Most of you are young, you are, but smart. So I'll speak plain and talk to you like a man. <clears throat> here it is about gentlemen of fortune. They lives rough. They risk swinging. They eat and drink like fight cocks. And when a journey is done, why, they've hundreds of pounds in their pockets instead of hundreds of farthings. But not I. I puts it all away. Some here, some there, none too much anywhere to raise suspicion. And I've lived easy in the meantimes, never denied myself what my heart desires. And how did I begin? Before the mast, like you. Well, but all the other money's gone now, ain't it? And where might you suppose it was? Well, at Bristol, in banks and places. Hmm, it were. It were when we weighed anchor. But it's out now, and I wouldn't tell you where. It'd make jealousy among the mates. And how can you trust it be where you plan when we get back, hmm? Eyes away with me, I have. And you, being gentlemen of fortune, there was some that feared of Pew, and more that was feared of Flint. But Flint his own self was feared of me. They was the roughest crew afloat, Flint's, that devil himself would have feared going to sea with them. I am not a boasting man, but when I was quartermaster, lambs wasn't the word for Flint's old buccaneers here. Now back to the deck with ye before Arrow grows suspicious. Mm. They're square enough, I'd say. Oh, I knew they were square. They're no fools. But here, what I want to know is how long are we going to stand off and on, huh? I've had most enough of Smollett. He's hazed me long enough by the powers. And when I go into that cabin, I do. I want their pickles and wines and all that fancy. Israel, your head ain't much account, but here's what I say. You'll work forward, you'll speak soft, and you'll keep sober till I give the word, you hear? Well, I don't say no, does I? What I say is when. When? By thunder, I'll tell you when. The last moment I can manage, and no sooner. He's a first-rate seaman, Captain Smollett, and that arrow isn't to be easily crossed either. There's the doctor and that man with the map. And I don't know where it is, do you? Mm. So then, I means they will find the stuff and help us get it aboard the ship and then we'll see. 
If and I could trust you all, you sons of Dutchmen, I'd have Captain Smollett sail us halfway back before I struck. Why? We're all strong sailors here, I should think. We're our foremost hands, you mean. We can steer a course, but who's to set one? Hmm. But I know the sort you are. I'll finish with them at the island as soon as the blunt's on board. But you, you're never happy till you're drunk. I've a sick heart to sail with the likes of you. Easy, John. Who's a-crossin' you? Why, how many ships think ye have I seen laid aboard? And how many brisk lads drying in the sun at execution dock? All for this same hurry and hurry and hurry. You hear me? I seen a thing or two at sea I have. And I knows you. You'll have your mouth full of rum. And you'll go hang. There's others as could hand and steer as well as you, John. They liked a bit of fun they did, and they wasn't so high and dry know-how, but took their fling, like everyone does. Well, and where are they now? Pew was that sort, and he died a beggar-man. Flint was, and he died of rum. But when we do lay him athwart... What are we to do with them? Ah, now that's what I call business. What would ye think? Put them ashore like maroons, as is England's way? Or cut them down like pork? That would have been Flint's or Billy Bones's way. Billy was the man for that, I. Dead men don't bite, says he. But he's dead now himself. If ever a rough hand came to port, it was Billy Bones. Right you are, rough and ready. But mark you, I'm an easy man, but this time it's serious. Duty is duty, mate. So wait is what I says. But when the time comes, why, when the time comes, we let her rip. Why, you're the man, John, you are. And only one thing I claim in the end. I claim Trelawney. I'll wring his head off his body with my own hands. Now, Israel, why don't you go and get me an apple from the barrel over there, hmm? Course, John. And not another man of them will join, neither. Well, here's to ourselves and to that old flint, then. Now, get me that apple. Land ho! Land ho! Remember what I said now, hmm? We wait. There was a great rush of footsteps on the deck then, and I waited a moment to ensure my room was clear before slipping out of the barrel to join them. And there, in the moonlight, away to the southwest, we saw two low hills a couple of miles apart, and rising behind them a third, much higher hill. Now then, has any one of you ever seen that land ahead? I have, sir. I've watered there with a trader I was the cook in. The anchorage is on the south, behind an islet, I fancy? Yes, sir. Skeleton Island, they calls it, on account it were a main place for pirates once. That hill to the north they calls Foremast Hill, and three more smaller hills running south from there. But the main one, that's the big one still in the fog, they calls the spyglass for reason of the lookout they kept there so's they could watch the clearing where they emptied out the ship, sir, asking your pardon. I have a chart here. See if that's the place. Yes, sir. 
This be the spot, to be sure, and very prettily drawn out. Who might have made that, I reckon? Uh, ah, here it is, Captain Kidd's Anchorage. Just the name my shipmate called it. There's a strong current runs along the south, and then away north up the coast. So right you was, sir, to haul your wind and keep the weather of the island. Thank you, my man. I'll ask you later on for help. You may go. This is a sweet spot, this island is, boyo. You'll bathe and climb trees, you will. Why, it makes me feel young again. Whenever ye want a bit of exploring, just ask old John. I'll put a snack together for you to take. Mm. <laughs> and so Silver left me then to go speak with the crew about, I assumed, the matters I had scarcely just overheard. I knew something had to be done, and so I went straight to Dr. Livesey, standing with Arrow near the fore of the ship, observing the aisle. Doctor, if I may speak, I have terrible news I must share. If the two of you would get the captain and Mr. Trelawney to the cabin and then send for me, I fear it is the safest way for me to speak to you unharmed. Hmm? Yes, thank you. Jim, of course. Sir, this really is urgent. I well think... then, I've a word to say to you all. This land that we have sighted is the place we have been sailing for. Dr. Livesey here, being a very kind gentleman, has just asked me to say a word or two. And I was happy to tell him that everyone has done their duty alo and aloft and could not have done it better. So, he, the squire, and the captain are going to the cabin to drink to your health and look. And you'll have grog served out for you to drink to our health and look this night. I think this is a handsome idea. And if you think as I do, you'll give a good cheer for the gentleman. Aye! Aye. And one more cheer for Captain Smollett. Now then, Doctor, if you would. Yes, yes, of course. A drink does sound rather nice. We'll see you in a mite then, Harkins. The three gentlemen went below with Arrow then, and not long after, word was sent forward that I was wanted in the cabin. So I went and found them all seated round the table, with the Doctor smoking away, a sign I knew he was agitated. Harkins, you have something you want to say to us, yes? Yes, sir. Well, I was below deck earlier this evening to have an apple, and I heard a most unfortunate discussion between Silver and some of the crew, sir. Why, Jim, whatever do you mean? There was a lot of talk of Captain Flint and of you and Billy Bones, and I think, sir, that after we arrive at the island and after the treasure is found, the crew intends to mutiny, sirs. Let Chiefly by silver. Jim, take a seat, hmm? Have a drink of wine. Well, Captain, you were right and I was wrong. I await your orders. Hmm. I've never heard of a crew that meant to mutiny but what showed signs before. For any man that has an eye in his head to see mischief takes the steps accordingly. But this crew beats me. With your permission, Captain? It's Silver. He's a rather remarkable man. Agreed, Arrow, but this is talk that doesn't lead to anything. Jim, a question for you. Do you believe it to be the entirety of the crew taking this position? No, sir. Israel Han said that some of them wouldn't join. Ah, that's reassuring then. 
Well, I see three points or so, and with the permission of you all, I'll name them. You are the captain, sir. It is for you to speak freely. My first point. We must go on because we can't turn back. If I gave that word, they would rise at once. Second point. We still have time before us until the treasure is found. Third point. There are faithful hands. It's going to come to blows sooner or later, so we will need all the fortifying we can. There's the five of us counting Hawkins here. And the honest hands? I would assume the ones Trelawney picked himself before he found Silver, yes? Nay, for Hans was one of mine. Oh, to think they're all Englishmen. Well then, the best that I can say is not much. If I may, Captain, we must keep a bright lookout. It would be pleasanter to come to blows, I'm sure, but there's no help to it until we know all of them. Lay to and whistle for a wind, yes? Jim here can help more than anyone. Sir? The men aren't shy with you, Jim, and you're a bright lad. Then, Hawkins, I put prodigious faith in you. I felt desperate at this and almost helpless. Only five of us that we knew of, and I was just a boy of 16. We were outnumbered by a substantial margin, that was clear. And the one I had grown to trust the most was now my enemy. Hi everybody, James Wipert here again. Just wanted to say thank you one more time, and let's jump into the credits. Treasure Island was adapted from the original novel by Robert Louis Stevenson. The adaptation was written by myself, James Wipert, as well as directed by me. Treasure Island was produced by both myself and David Coonan. The cast in order of appearance are as follows. Larry Oblander as Adult Jim, Tiffany Renee Bear as Dr. Livesey, Michael Curry as Squire Trelawney, Ethan Jesse as Sailor, Conrad Bear as Captain Smollett, Kira McFarland as Young Jim, Jerry Schultz as Long John Silver, Evelyn Dumont as Morgan, Andrew Perella as Israel Hands, Caroline Hertz as Arrow, the pirate crew members were voiced by William Barreto, Joe Azari, Emily Buza, Tim Simpson, and Michelle Stahl. More about the cast, including their various social media profiles and websites, can be found in the show notes. You can find Public Domain Players on Twitter at Public Players, and you can find us on Instagram at Public Domain Players. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash public domain players. We have all sorts of goodies posted up there, including early access to episodes, script downloads, sneak peeks at future projects, all kinds of things. It's a lot of fun. Um, There are a bunch of various tiers starting at $1, so if you just want to support us in any way, that is a very good way to do it. The public domain players logo, as well as the Treasure Island logo, were designed by Bad Otter Design House. You can find them on Instagram at bad.otter. If you like the show, we do ask, again, that you please share it with your friends and family. Just send them a link and say, hey, here's a cool thing that you might want to listen to. We don't pay to advertise the show, so we do spread solely by everybody sharing it around, and that has worked very well for us so far, so we are inclined to continue that strategy. 
Um, But yeah, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, any platform you may be, just leave a good review. If you go straight to our Podbean page, it's public domain players at podbean.com. You can drop a like or a comment there as well. We just do sincerely appreciate anything you may be able to do to help us out in any way, shape, or form. Well, now we have reached the conclusion of episode four, so we are officially halfway through Treasure Island, and things are definitely starting to pick up in the story. We will see you in two weeks with episode five, and we hope that you enjoy and continue listening. Thank you very much.